0: Bam. The future of rock and roll comes 97
1: Bam. I'm sorry, so sorry. Dear listener, Simone here. Just wanted to reach out and offer my deepest apologies for the tardiness of this episode episode 95 was recorded back in mid-july while stephanie came to visit us here in la almost two months ago due to illness both physical and mental followed by redonkulous heat i was unable to edit the show with the help of pharmaceuticals i have bounced back and foresee a more consistent and punctual schedule in the near future thank you listener and thank you science Hello oh, and welcome to Dong Teeny, episode number 95. On today's show, Steffi is in LA to discuss her trials at Jesus Camp. The ladies recount their Netflix binge, and Simone reads a letter she wrote to Haynes about her
0: faulty underwears. And now, here are your hosts, Simone
1: Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Simone. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. Thank you, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? I'm hot
2: because I'm in L.A. with you, and we're in the same room. Hot. For the first time in a year. Yay! Hot (laughs) mail. Yeah, the last time I was here, we did the boob episode, so it's been exactly
1: one year. Yeah. Yeah. boy, have my boobs changed (laughs) since then. (laughs) We could do another whole, we could just trash the whole episode we have planned out for today and just talk about how my boobs have changed. And over maybe the last Jenna's year. have gone down
2: more if she got them reduced again. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she has. I don't I'm know what guessing. she's done with
1: her boobs, but yeah, my boobs are very different from the boob episode of last year. I didn't know they'd be so different, but yeah. Let's yeah. not tell the listen, the new listener why they might be different. Let's just. <laughs> just yeah, they can, they can just guess.
2: No, Simone had a baby. He's the very cutest baby alive. Thank you. And- at present.
1: <laughs> At present. <laughs> so it's not just me it's a with Scientific my, my... fact.
2: No, it's not just you. Yeah. It's okay. not just you. I'm, I'm very sensitive to babies that are ugly, <laughs> I'm very willing to acknowledge when they are. <laughs> And yours is not. Thank yours you. Is a polar opposite I... <laughs> of a repulsive baby.
1: Awesomeness. Anyway, I'm delighted to have you here. But I know it was weird because last year when you were here, it we was sort of planning this year's visit of how it was going to be every year, and then the yeah. the baby kind of you and David coming down after Jesus Camp, and yeah, the baby kind of I I, I didn't think I'd see you this year because of the baby. So I'm glad right. that you came. So
2: yay. Yeah, this was last minute. I just said that I was going to try to pop down and squeeze Quincy. Yeah, like.
1: 48 hours and she did I did so before you uh, you got here you sort of you've you've stolen away from Jesus camp stolen away
2: from Jesus camp which is what I call the annual Christian family reunion that my husband's family has in Santa Cruz every year and it's fun because it's in Santa Cruz and our kids get to see the cousins and they're the only grandparents that will still talk to my kids. <laughs> That's so tragic. But that, you know, people go, why do you keep going? And I'm like, this is why, you know, it's like, you yeah. need to hang on to this family thing. Although it's a very Jesus-y environment and it's very triggering for me. And I call it Jesus Camp because it reminds me of that documentary called yeah. Jesus Camp, which I can't even watch yeah. because it stresses me out so much. Um, they're not, they're, they don't do all the cr- super crazy whatever they do speaking in tongues that they do in that documentary this is kind of a conservative and it's full of just you know pear shaped white republicans basically Uh Um, you know many of them are homeschooled um What's the vibe they you know they just know they're right and like the first theme the first night there I had to stay and they, they did this big medley of proud Mary it's like all the all the high school college age volunteers that are going to work at the camp uh-huh. I participated in this in Colorado when I lived in Arkansas I could go out and do this so I totally relate to it but they did this giant medley that started with proud Mary and it morphed into under the sea <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this is such an interesting combination. They you mean Under the sea from the Little Mermaid. From the Little Mermaid. <laughs> I think the rolling on a river theme was what they were going for. But I'm like, if, do they know what Proud Mary is about? I don't know if they'd be singing this if they had any ideas. So what
1: is it about other than I, I even weed?
2: Is it? I thought Mary marijuana. I thought it was just about the the river. I don't know. Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> So during this big intro night, they kept saying in between songs, We're going to rescue people. We're on a ship and we're going to rescue the people that need help, <gasps> implying that they know what the facts are. And yeah. so it just felt really condescending. And I, I've been—I've only taken two in a series, but I'm sure there'll be more of me having to hear their music. Yeah. Because when we first pulled up, they're singing, just playing this contemporary praise music that, where the word Jesus kept going over. And I'm like, David, I'm shaking. Like, this is not okay. And, and it's like, just
1: playing throughout the ground. just grounds. playing. It was really loud, yeah. uh, you know,
2: on the reg- at the registration area. Oh, okay. So yeah. I took a I picture of myself. I pictured you at this
1: campground with, like, these crackly camp speakers playing Jesus music. <laughs> like, <laughs> for like, you know, acres and acres. Exactly. Like. <laughs> with <laughs> the Harmony Corinne vibe yeah, yeah, going
2: yeah. on. No, this is all really slick and high tech, and there's okay. so much money involved, probably because oh. of the Republican Christians, like, yep, yep. pouring money into it. So all the facilities are super nice, and, well, not all of them, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, the general ones and the speaker systems are pristine there's sound boards everywhere and i'm like i wish i could just go mess with those levels while they're doing their proud mary under the sea. <laughs> <scene. I'm like, laughs> so um yeah i've been getting i've been down here for 48 hours um to escape with quincy and simone and greg and i've been getting texts that the conservative cousins they're still children and they're saying things like my friend died and we prayed over her and God breathed life back into her. And now she's alive and <laughs> keep telling this weird story. And so I texted wow. back to David. And I'm like, what were our kids, Judah and Lollies? What were their responses? And he goes, Judah said, I bet God has bad breath.
0: <laughs> so I'm like, so okay, awesome. I
2: think he's going to be
1: okay in this environment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> God, I would love to have seen the faces in response to that. My God. <laughs> so great. <sighs> So, uh, so when you are getting here, there was a bit of an ordeal because we were supposed to. You landed at one p.m. and I didn't see you till like six thirty. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, the reason was I've had like a really like Greg went on a mini tour starting um, last Friday and the previous Tuesday. Like, well, my back was already bad and like extra super threw it out on a Tuesday. So I was walking around like a hunchback. Like I'm sort of leaning. I was sort of leaning forward and to, to the right. So I'm like this sideways, bent over, hunchback. And it was really, really bad. And then, um, and you know, he was about to leave. You pinched a nerve, right? Is that how? Well, at first it was just the back part. And then okay. I pinched a nerve on top of that. So now it's pinched nerve and the the back strain as well. So, but, you know, of course, because of, you know, the great uh, insurance system here, I can't get an appointment to see an orthopedist for like, <sighs> they, they, they didn't have me seeing anyone until the middle of August. Oh and I'm God. like, I can't walk now and I can't lift my baby now and they yeah. don't give a shit. So uh, anyway, yeah, so I had to like pave my own physical therapy and I got uh, I got kind of better, but I needed yeah. I needed people to take care of me and it was really hard because I have a hard time letting people take care of me, you know, and I don't like to put other people out. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, because after Greg left, I was kind of like, oh my God, I can't do this on my own and I was kind of freaking out. Oh, and get this. <laughs> so I, um, uh, I was feeling really, really depressed because I'm like, I can't cope with this. So I... I called, like, a postpartum depression helpline, <laughs> <laughs> and I call, and the nice, sensitive voice says, thank you for calling, blah, 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 somebody will, you know, be here to help you, and then you go through, and it's like, oh, nobody's available to time. take your call.
2: It's a dark it's such time. a dark time when you're calling the postpartum depression hotline. I
1: know, right? Yeah. So I call, and they say, saying, no one's available to take your call right now, but leave your name and number, and someone will, will return your call shortly, and answer it if it's from a weird area code, because people from all over the country are volunteering. I'm like, Okay. And so I was like, okay, well, I really want to talk to someone now because it's 5 in the morning and I'm crying. So Mm -hmm. I found another one. And then I call that one, and again, it goes through all the stuff, and then it's like... The mailbox you are calling eight five six four two four is not available. Leave your name and number and you know, someone will return no, your call and I was like, ouch. No so I leave a message. So that was Friday. Today's Wednesday and I've not had a call back from either. So, you know, you know, I could have killed myself or my baby by now, no thanks to them. So
2: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. What if I called them and I'm like, hi, I just had your number in a suicide note? Help
0: me out, Simone, Simone. Help me out, Simone, Simone. Help me out, Simone, Simone. Won't you buy a big? That yeah. said
2: that you didn't help this person, who yeah. you called you, and she said to just let you know how that affected her. Yeah, and she's dead. Okay, she's bye. dead. Okay,
1: bye. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so I know can you I just you know luckily I had that was 8.30 and my friend was coming over to help me um, a little bit and I she ended up staying with, with the baby all day and just did all the feeds all the diaper changes while I kind of rested and then I went out for a physical therapy appointment and you know um, and improved my my situation a lot you know so I had that and then she drove me to the other side of town to my other friend's house to look after me for the whole weekend which is why I was late getting back to to meet you because I couldn't drive myself back so yeah but I mean if I did have that kind of support and uh, so many people don't like you know how how fucked would I be if I was really honestly truly alone that whole weekend and I needed like someone to talk to you know yeah so yeah thanks for nothing 1-800-PPD moms (laughs) how about (laughs) 1-800-GO-FUCK-YOURSELF those are also the letters that correspond to those same numbers yeah So anyway, so it's been a really, really rough uh, weekend with my oh. back, but it's slowly getting better. But I still can't yeah. walk or stand for very long, as you have seen.
2: Yeah, we had so. to walk past the Greenpeace guy outside of, oh, it wasn't Trader Joe's. No, no, it was store. like a health food store, but and yeah. He's like, hey, ladies, you look like friendly people. And someone's like, I cannot stand up for one second more. And he's like, okay, <laughs> I'll
1: let you go. Have a good day. It was so good to have an excuse because they don't I take know, any excuses. They don't. You give them, I already donated. Oh, but you should get on a regular donation schedule. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm <laughs> sick of them. I had some some fucking PETA guys i think um uh harassing me outside of best buy and i said uh i said i'm a vegetarian and just walked off you know like leave Mm -hmm. me alone i already don't eat animals and he's like oh if you love animals so much why don't you help them i said i already helped them and i just like shouted at him across the fucking parking lot like and i and i felt bad because i thought oh these are good volunteers that are trying to help the environment and help the animals but they're not they just get paid like per signature or per donation and sign up so fuck them, I say. Wow. Yeah. They're not going to guilt me just because they're trying to get fucking paid.
2: Well, I didn't tell you this part of when my daughter said at Jesus camp the other night that she was a vegetarian because she loves animals and then someone, I did tell you about the part where someone replied to her um, but God gave us dominion over the animals in Genesis <laughs> and so I'm thinking, yeah, you know, just maim them or, you know, just yeah. fun, you know, but I didn't say that, but someone else said well, um, even if you're a vegetarian, animals are still going to die and other people are going to eat them, as if that was an excuse. Well,
1: then then we can eat people because people are going to die. People are going to die so when you eat them you just eat anything that's going to die at some point. Why weren't you in my brain right? <laughs> That is the dumbest logic I've ever heard. Thank you. It oh. did not set
2: right with me but I was still trying to dissociate enough not to say God made penises to fit into anuses
1: too. Yeah. I know I, I that was what my, my text, that suggestion. Was Just text suggestion like yeah I'll say that to them but then Stephanie's re- reply to my suggestion that penises fit God made penises fit perfectly into anuses so that should be okay because these people are all anti-homosexual but Stephanie said they would argue that anuses don't lubricate <laughs> I've tried this angle before <laughs>
2: this is all true wow <laughs>
1: So anyway, now we've had a bunch of calls and, 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 and stuff from listeners. And, you know, because I've had the baby and stuff, I've been a bit slow to deal with stuff. And I'm sorry, listeners, but we do <laughs> appreciate your calls. But episode 96, it's all going to come together. I, I <laughs> promise you. So... <laughs> but in the interim I will I will um, I will uh, read and Stephanie hasn't even heard these texts no. so, so these are from um, listen to Candice she sent these uh, June 29th so it's been like three weeks or so okay. Hello, Simone and Steffi. I'm Candace, a new listener in Canada. I love your show and had to text and tell you about something that is happening to me right now. <laughs> My husband and I just moved yesterday. Last night was our first night in our new house. This morning, Saturday at 5 a.m., the doorbell rang. I got up to answer it, and it was a complete stranger—a woman who had been out partying all night. She said, that, she said the guy she was with uh, dropped her off here, and she lived on the. She lived on the. F- far other side of town and asked to use our phone. I noticed that she was missing a shoe, which alarmed me a little, so I invited her inside and asked her what happened to her shoe. She couldn't remember. Neither could she remember her phone number when presented with the phone. (laughs) Oh my god. She checked her purse to see if she had it in there, and lo and behold, she found her shoe. I couldn't just send her away in that state, so I suggested she lay down on the couch, the only piece of furniture set up in our house, and sleep for a bit, thinking she would sleep for a couple of hours, then be okay. She has been asleep (laughs) for hours we've been unpacking around her i've tried to wake her up several <laughs> times with no success she's still breathing though and just now when i went to check on her she had the blanket pulled up around her head and i got an eyeball full of bare ass <gasps> she's not wearing any underwear what? <laughs> anyway I thought you'd enjoy my adventure love the show candace that is an adventure <laughs> did she ever wake up what happened well then i wrote back and said tell us what happens in the end so um let's see, July 12th, she wrote back, hey, it's Candace with an update about the strange lady who fell asleep on my couch. She eventually woke up and felt really embarrassed. She remembered her phone number, but there was no answer when she phoned, so my mother-in-law, who had come to help us move, gave her a ride home. Wow. (laughs) Just before my mother-in-law left that evening, she pulled pulled and told my husband Stephen that she needed to talk to him privately. Then I later asked him what it was about, and he told me that she saw a brown streak on her white couch and thought it was from the stranger ha <laughs> ha it was actually from steven spilling his coffee earlier <laughs> we have not had any more drunken stranger incidents since so wow i mean i just love that she was live texting that to us yes <laughs> thank and, and you Jen. she Kenneth. resisted taking a photo which oh. which is respectful yes and not rude and Steffi. disappointing yeah she did not imply the what would Steffi do <laughs> uh, uh motto to life <laughs> I've seen that look Steffi gets in her face when something needs a photograph it's just all business while she like operates her phone <laughs> it's a little disturbing it's all business <laughs> oh it's so, on yeah it's so intense <laughs> <laughs> so so last night we watched uh, some Netflix to kill time because yeah we had to watch the baby while Greg was out the so, um, baby needs a lot of watching he does so
2: we saw a Small Town Gay Bar, which is a documentary. Before that, though, we watched the... Rain we, Man. We watched Rain Man. First, yes. So I was thinking of what we watched after that, oh, so yeah. I completely blanked. Let's start with Rain Man. Yes. We've never watched this movie together. Yep. Although it's one of the things that we bonded over. Definitely. In the beginning with Supergrass and Richard Simmons. <laughs> and we use, we use a line from Rain Man in our Don'tini intro.
1: Yeah, if you didn't know already that, 97X the future uh, of rock, rock and roll. Yeah, that's a, that's a Raymond quote. So, yeah. It's just the best. It is the best. It's so we finally watched it together, and it was so nice. <laughs> every second of that movie is awesome. Every second. Yeah. There is
2: no wasted time. No. no. wasted space. No. Everything You don't is feel like, oh, this is the boring Lovely. Part. No. Yeah. No. That never happens. No. Nothing you want to skip over.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of a slow road yes, movie. Yes, they build it. But, yeah. It's yeah, it's a, all worth it. Yes. So... Yeah, so I was so happy to share that with you finally. Yeah. I think we tried to last year. I think Bunyan brought think her Rain did. Man DVD from Australia to Seattle and we were going to watch oh, it and then we didn't end up watching it. So, is that what yeah. happened? Yeah. I think it was on Bunyan. Netflix all along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bunyan. Steffi time. said earlier while we were snuggling with Quincy, she said, I wish Bunyan was here. <laughs> and Simone said, Bunyan does too. <laughs>
2: We love you, Bunyan. So then we watched the -the behind-the-scenes making of Nevermind, which we thought would be... A little bit better than was it was. full of cliches. <laughs> I, like, watching Chris and Dave give their interviews, I was like, it's like a parody. This is as if they were kidding. I'm yes. like, are they serious? I know.
1: Dave was saying things like, we just wanted to play. We weren't trying to make the greatest record ever. We just wanted to play. We just
2: wanted to get out there and play our music, man.
1: Yeah. Like, they kept saying of stuff like that. And
2: then, is his name Butch Big? Yeah. Whoever was producing it? Yeah, is yeah. Is that what he was yeah. doing? Yeah what a dildo
1: he's had that same <laughs> shitty haircut for fucking 25 D. years you know yes. it's terrible
2: and you know he's like lithium you know has a real slow intense build Mm. Really mournful here. No, no, something in the way is mournful. That was really twice. mournful. Yeah, he said that <laughs> twice in like 30 seconds. Yeah. So mournful. We're just like, uh, but we couldn't turn it off. Yeah, so yeah. We had to keep
1: watching to the end. Yeah. But it was good to hear like the broken down tracks of it, that part. That of it. was fun. I yeah. liked hearing,
2: you know, the harmonies and yeah. solos that they just Yeah, but well.
1: hearing all these fucking talking heads telling us that Nevermind uh, is an important album. I, David Frick. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. But, uh, but what did you think about what I was saying about how like Nirvana because it's such a staple of a band now that I almost like let go of it like it's nothing I think to put on I mean I still listen mm-hmm. to it but it's like oh yeah of course Nirvana like it's mm-hmm. just this thing that is is taken for granted and then when I listen to it I'm like this is fucking some of the best music I have like yeah. I, I, I just don't think to listen to it because it's like well everybody likes Nirvana so I'll put on something that's more mine almost you know what mm-hmm. I mean but um, and it, and I kind of I kind of forget the how great Nirvana is even though every time I listen to it I'm like this is, this, this is so fucking great you know but yeah. it's like when it's out there so much and everybody Likes Nirvana, it kind of you know, yeah, it kind of depletes it in a way. But when you just get down to the music, it's still as great as ever. So yeah, yeah when you said that,
2: I was thinking, oh, how often? I feel like I listen to at least Nevermind pretty often. I think that's because I have the disc in my car, right. and so I don't have to always pull it up on MP3. And I also have like you know. I think, Rubber Soul and Revolver. So like they're kind of staples. Like, yeah, yeah. Just in there. I want the kids to know this stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of on rotation. Yeah. not really think about it. But I hadn't thought about Bleach in a long time. So yeah. then we got that out and played that. Yes. I was like, I need to start listening to this again.
1: Yeah, yeah. Totally. Which makes me happy. So great. Mm. Awesome news. <laughs> <laughs> and then next we watched um, Small Town Gay Bar. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was very sad. It was very really sad. I cried um, when that... Kid got. Oh yeah, yeah. So the yeah. Uh, one of the, one of the one of the gay kids in the small town got. Um, uh, they t- these three kids tied into to a chair. Yeah, and this is in Mississippi. Yeah, they beat him with like a bat Ugh. and stabbed him and mutilated him and, and partially
2: decapitated partially him.
1: decapitated him and then took over him the out, period of several hours over several hours and then and then set him on fire yeah and it's like oh yeah better better do something to the sick faggot you know what i mean like yeah. you're fucking sick if that's how you want to like if you could like want to do all those things to some people you know god i was so upset yeah Oh, but but what I was interested because I had a lot of questions for you about the the southern element of it you know because yeah. because at the at the gay bar there was just like guys in just like old navy t-shirts and you know <laughs> just like not like all like yeah. dolled up for the gay bar you know and right. I and it just seemed like this is a place where they can't be really very openly gay throughout the week until they go to this place that's like hidden and nobody really knows where it is like you have to like find out about it through secret mm-hmm. and um, and I just wondered like in in that community where you've been you ostracized all week long like unlike say going to a gay bar in a big town where it's very clicky and bitchy and you know like they can be really you know probably mean to each other like are they just kind of like no like completely come as you are mm. you know would it be just it just seemed like the the same equivalent of a southern hospitality but just the gay version that it would just be very inviting yes more than in the city yeah, yeah. and i was telling you that i feel like the in the south like
2: like, as far as that guy wearing an old Navy shirt, like, <laughs> that wouldn't be an issue. Like, they yeah. would be really inviting. Yeah, yeah. And I was telling you that out here on the West Coast, I feel like there's a little bit more competition. Yeah. Social competition in that way. Like, here's what I do. This is what I'm about. But back home, it's kind of, they're just a little bit more open and curious. Yeah. As a As a rule. Not not everybody. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that is, like, a cultural difference. But they're just like,
1: hey, how are you? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So. Because it just makes sense to me that you'd find some petty thing to shut some someone out after you're all subjected Mm -hmm. to being treated like that. That might be what it is Yeah.
2: because you're just so used to not having anyone to identify with that once you do, all the little superficial stuff just falls away. Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
1: But there's also a flip side to that where people, as soon as they are in a position to have something over somebody else they'll kind of exercise that, like, oh, well, within, like, well, it's kind of like that, you know, with, with me and my sisters. That I had no friends in school, but, you know, so I was kind of downtrodden there, but at home it's like, well, I'm the big sister, you know, <laughs> and I would assert that power at home rather than being like, everyone's mean to me at school, maybe I should be nicer to my sister. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you, you, it's like this, as, as soon as you have the next opportunity to, to be <laughs> be on top, you'll you'll take it, you know? Yeah. So that's why I wondered if, if you know, how, how that sort of worked in that, in that you know. That's community, so Yeah.
2: I wonder how much that applies to the homophobia, just like the violence.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's yeah. like a, a, play, a way that I, they can assert themselves over someone they see as lesser mm-hmm. than them, you know. I'm sure that's a lot of it. So yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I had, it got me thinking about a lot of stuff, a lot of social, you know, stuff, you know, gay and straight, just just normal, you know, just yeah. all, all across the board. So Yeah, and
2: how that stuff is universal that has its own regional flavour. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's how it manifests itself in yeah, the Mississippi exactly. documentary. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then the last thing we watched was the woman who, the wasn't, woman there. who wasn't there. So you had already seen it, but it was and good enough that you were willing to watch it again. Yes, it's only an hour and four minutes long, so, which
2: I think all movies should be. <laughs> yeah, about that one. personally, that's about my attention span. yep Schindler's Might be List, pushing it a little. <laughs> You could totally tell that story shorter.
1: Is yeah, all I'm we got no. the idea. <laughs> Bad shit happens.
2: So People it's love. about a woman who pretended to be a, a 9/11 survivor, and she headed up the
1: spoiler alert.
2: It's, this is all in the. It's in the title. Okay. I, mean, it's in the title. <laughs> okay. I was like, did I just spoil that? No. So, yeah. So yeah. It's just in the title. She pretended to be a survivor, headed up the committee for survivors, and was eventually found out in the kind of a very public, humiliating way. The Times, the New York Times, did an article on her, yeah. and then she just completely disappeared.
1: Yeah, after that. Yeah, so it's she, amazing. Now it she's couldn't... really not there. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now she's the woman who is not there for sure. But she made up these. The way
2: she told these stories was i would totally have fought fell for it she was so vivid and- but why
1: would you assume someone would lie about a thing like that yeah you know yeah exactly <laughs> maybe let's start there yeah <laughs> and the people were talking about that the, how they how they you know whether the the, pe- the other actual survivors how they couldn't forgive her and you know and one woman kind of felt sorry for her. i i feel like i'd be hard find it hard to forgive but i would have a lot of pity like what mm-hmm. what's going on with her that she felt like she needed to do that to... Mm-hmm. Oh and there was that one scene where that woman that was her best friend was like going up to some security at what some of these one of these 9-11 events and and they said oh friends and family you know go over here she's like oh I'm a survivor like she was like owning that shit then like grinning like yeah. uh, if you I... can believe it we're all survivors,
2: survivors. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah she <laughs> was
1: like reveling in it and i thought and that was an important moment i was like yeah. that's probably what the kind of Thing that, that, you know, not that any of these people wished that this had happened to them, they'd rather it didn't, but, you know, Um. I think she was probably could see the benefits that you get out of, you know, kind of like you can you have this thing that you're part of you know what i mean that that you know you can really make a big part of your identity you know yeah
2: and then there's community from it exactly and they're so nice to you because it would be cruel to question you know it doesn't enter the mind to question that you're telling the truth yeah yeah But i just don't know how you could like live with yourself day in day out with that shit Uh, oh yeah it's gotta be some major disconnect yeah I just looked at what's next on the document. <laughs> so on our way down here, I um, hung out with listener Emily. We went to the Tim Heidecker, Neil Hamburger, Jeff Breakfast Show in Portland. And while we were waiting, she told me that she loved the episode of Dong Teeny in which you wrote a review to the chocolate company <laughs> because you're not some ham-fisted oaf, as you told them. Because
1: that- the box kept <laughs> breaking and there was gooey caramel inside and it kept oozing out. <laughs> I, I, I broke it three times and just big, giant chunks <laughs> came out. So, in my letter to the chocolatier, I said, I'm not some ham fisted <laughs> oaf. <laughs> <laughs> like it and wasn't my fault. It kept breaking. It was like breaking under your fingertips. Like, like, you was it was just breaking into anything that I keep. shove it into your mouth. Yeah, and you because it was caramel going everywhere. So I wanted to like savor it in small pieces, but I couldn't because it was breaking off into pieces. <laughs> so my 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 complaint was about the construction of the chocolate bar. And anyway, so I guess Emily really liked the. Letter Emily that said I wrote. that was
2: her favorite thing we've ever done. Is, is <laughs> Simone's customer reviews, and I'm like, you know what? I think she has several of the <laughs>
1: like sincere letters that she writes. Yeah, in earnest. Yeah, yeah. I was I've like, done let's talk (laughs) Before there was an internet to even like Send these to so one. I don't have a copy of it because I, I I did this several years ago, but I didn't email it. I don't think. No, I don't think I wrote it. No, 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 no. I did email the customer support, but anyway. So I get these five packs of Hanes underwear from uh, from Target. That's my my comfort undies, and uh, <laughs> and it took me a while to figure out the ones that 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 worked because they're different cuts. There's like the hipsters and the boy shorts and the bikini cut and all these different kinds. So um, uh, yeah. So I think I was confused between two. Of them. I sound like Tommy was so a. I was confused between these two formats. <laughs> <laughs> so I use both. Yeah, so I use both. I will compare them and I'm going to write a book about it. <laughs> no, so I was like confused between the hipsters and the boy shots. And, uh, Anyway, and then one of them, yeah, the hipsters say wedgie-free, wedgie guaranteed wedgie-free. Wow. And then the boy shops didn't say that? that. Well, they guarantee it. So anyway, and the other kind doesn't have the guarantee, and they write up the butt. So I'm just like... You see, you know that you're essentially guaranteeing that it will have a wedgie if you won't put the wedgie-free guarantee on it. Ooh, why don't they put a guaranteed wedgie? They should have. So I was so mad by this, that you, since you'll put the guarantee on these ones and you won't put the guarantee on the other ones, that you must know that these will ride up the butt, which is just why, why do it, you know? So I wrote them a letter saying just that, complaining about their guarantees and that they're essentially guaranteeing a wedgie with the other ones. So anyway, they sent me a check for two packets of underwear and I got the ones I wanted. (laughs)
2: you're like if i wanted a permanent wedgie i would have just worn a thong
1: seriously did you ever wear those i've never worn one in my life because i used to wear them and david
2: was so confused by them and i was like (laughs) i I eventually told him they're like a wedgie you ignore
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i i i thought like, they just seem really tacky to me so I'm, yeah. yeah i'm just like it was like the time i saw this woman buying a, like a sexy bra that had no cups in it like Ew. it was just like the the frame of a bra without a cup in it like right. this is hot look at so how my bought that just, in public yes i saw her actually this is the extra best thing is she was buying it at this place called dimmy's in australia which is like <laughs> buying it at big lots <laughs> So that's when she was buying her of sexy bra. That big one. Yeah. So that's how I feel like thongs are. It's like, look at my underwear with my butt hanging out. So yeah,
2: I just don't. I, I get angry if I feel like someone's wanting me to look at their thong yes. out of their pants. Yeah. I feel intruded upon Yeah. Seriously. Manipulated. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of caramel slash caramel. Yes. Caramel. We had a discussion about the pronunciation which culminated to me by Simona, bottle of caramel vodka. <laughs> caramel vodka. <yes. laughs> so we need to do a poll if this is a regional pronunciation or not.
1: Yes. Well, there already was a poll. I would like to do a listener poll, but listener. yeah, there was the, the, the Crunch uh, Nestle Crunch bar did because they have a caramel version, and they did a a poll, a nationwide poll many years ago, <laughs> and people could yeah like go to the website and vote on if they say caramel or caramel. And mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that on that poll, it seemed very much red state said caramel and mm-hmm. blue state said caramel. It was almost like a... <laughs> a perfect match uh, to, to a political map so anyway so I'm definitely caramel there's an A in there why aren't we saying it she told,
2: she told me that I pronounced it like a Republican yeah.
1: <laughs> I got you the caramel guy
2: you said that like a Republican yes
1: yeah, so we'll put a poll on the website and yeah please vote caramel or caramel and we won't know where you're from so yeah we'll just have the straight fact. we'll just
2: judge that you're a Republican if you say it like I
1: yeah do. <laughs> Um, so the Lone Ranger came out last week and it bombed, and I was so glad. I haven't read anything. Well, it's, what have you heard? Well, it's just that I know that Johnny Depp, I'm fucking sick <laughs> of fucking Johnny Depp. Okay? Just everyone just treats him like he's just like this fabulous actor, but all he is he's just a guy. Who who said that recently? Like, you know, just every movie's just got a new funny hat. You know, like <laughs> He totally does. Yeah, it's like, that's his whole shtick. Like, I'm going to wear a funny hat and be a whimsical, wacky character. You know, so I just find him fucking annoying. So I guess with The Lone Ranger, like, he wanted to do The Lone Ranger, but... I don't want to play I don't want to play Little range. I want to play Tonto so yeah so he's playing Tonto but anyway it's just him and he's got like some one millionth you know Cherokee in him or some shit (laughs) I think he has more than that No, no no he said my grandfather told me that we had some he doesn't even know how. I read this last week he doesn't even know how much he has he's hardly got shit anyway and um yeah, so apparently the movie's not very good. It tanked, and I was glad because I'm just hoping that finally just this, everything. It's like the Tom Cruise thing. Like, uh, he's so done, you know? Mm-hmm. We just talked about much. We loved Rain Man. That was 25 years ago, mm-hmm. you know? He's done, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, you know, he's not the box office draw, so I'm just, like, hoping this is the beginning of the decline of Johnny Depp. Yeah. What has Johnny Depp been in that you've liked? I I liked Edward. I guess I liked Edward's scissor hands, but if that came out now, I'd find it really annoying because it would just be part of his body of annoying idiotic character work. (laughs) So um, (laughs) I liked that. Um, uh, I mean, I guess I liked Nightmare on Elm Street. I've never seen that. But he's he's, He's hardly—he's hardly—he's a very peripheral character, but and he gets killed. Oops, spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay Um, with that. I liked some things that he was in, surely. Um, I can't think. Oh, yeah. What's eating Gilbert Grape? You love Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that.
2: That and Edward Scissorhands are probably my favorites yeah. with him. But, um, is there anything with Tom Cruise besides Rain Man that you really liked?
1: Um,. Bunyan, help
2: me out. Did you see <laughs> oh, yes, she loves him. <laughs> did loved. you see loved? Did you see Magnolia? Yeah. I loved his character in that. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. Was, I like,
2: absolutely loved it. Frank TJ Mackey, was that the name? He's like respect the cock. And yeah, pain right. the cunt Like it was so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, And yeah.
2: then he gets really fragile and breaks down at the end. That's so strange. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I think I must have liked something else he did. I but can't yeah. think of anything. I've never else, seen though. Top Gun.
2: Oh I love Top Gun.
1: Dustin says interview with the vampire at this point. Oh yeah, yeah, I liked it too. Did with you a like vampire. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally did.
2: That yes. one, I I think it was over my head. I was nineteen when I saw it. I'm like, what is going on? So, well,
1: I was sixteen when I saw it. So you <gasps> were <was> stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, tell oh, me about it's it. Over my head too. <laughs>
2: and Brad Pitt was in that yes did you have feelings about him
1: I did that was one of my brief like liking someone that was so mainstream and commonly uh, loved okay. was when I had a brief liking of Brad Pitt and I had a, actually had a bought poster of Brad Pitt you know like what was he doing in the poster just kind of posing with like a really dorky 90s outfit on yeah Do you have a shirt on yeah he did okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> can never tell um, and let's see. Oh, and the other thing I want to mention from the week: some stupid, stupid cunt. And let's talk about cunt too, because you got in trouble for saying cunt. But I'll talk I'm about good. this, and I think we'll close with your cunts. Oh, okay. So anyway, and uh, yes, this stupid cunt wrote an article saying that uh, that menstruation, that that, that tampons are, are anti-feminist because we're like hiding our periods and trying to be sexy all the time, and that we want to be desirable, and you know, because the ads make it look. like... Like, look, I'm still normal, you know. Even though I have my period, so uh, yeah. But I, I think this woman was out to lunch. I don't think she had a lot of support and agreement because all the comments are like, no, we just don't want to bleed everywhere, just like we don't shit everywhere and don't want to sweat everywhere, Like, you know, just there's what? all other kinds of bodily functions that people want to like, you know, conceal. You know, those babies are so anti-feminist wearing their diapers. Yeah, they get shit everywhere. I know or they dehumanizing should dehumanizing them. Totally are. It's so wrong what we're doing to babies. So, yeah, so this stupid, like, but I mean, so I don't think a lot of people agreed with it, but you just need somebody like that saying shit like that Mm -hmm. to, like, beef up the whole anti-feminist argument about how stupid, you know, feminists are that they think that we don't want them to wear tampons. You know what I mean? Just, Oh, made me so angry. I need, the
2: context. I need to find this person. That's so weird.
1: Yeah. but it it got, a, It's a really it's long article. Too. It's yeah. a long article. Yeah, it's pretty long. Uh, exp- yeah, just detailing all these ways in which, you know, we're ashamed for our periods and, you know, it's fucking blood. I have a nice sofa. You know what I mean? It doesn't, blood does not come out easily.
2: <laughs> of the sofa, anyway.
1: <laughs> no kidding. But, uh, but you said cunt on Twitter the other day. Oh, I did say cunt on Twitter.
2: It, the backstory was that this was on my Self-Christian Culture Likes account, and I called out a pastor who tweeted that we should teach our children they are broken, deeply broken. That was his tweet. So I I really called him out for that. I was talking about how I have a community of people who are taught this, and as a result, we have we think we have low self-esteem and emotional mental problems. Honestly, um, tied to feeling worthless, we can't believe that God would like us. We're just telling him, "You have small kids. You're teaching them. They're deeply broken." Warning: This is what, this is where they're headed. He would not listen at all. And I said, I tweeted, "I'm, you know, you're a cunt." <laughs> I can't remember exactly what I said. I didn't know I said the word "cunt." And I said, "I'm sick of these pussy pastors who won't stand up for what's right." Yep. And um, one of my feminist followers told she tweeted back at me um we're better than this i can't believe you used the word cunt, you know a word of a female body part in a pejorative way and i go i can't believe that you're upset that i used that word when i was calling out this guy to talk about core issues of self-worth yeah and um and so she got upset and she said i'm a woman of color and you know don't talk to me that way you better check yourself and i go before i wreck myself <laughs> really crack myself up with that she's you're showing my you're showing your ass right now have a nice life so that's all that ended uh, but i just i don't understand women telling other women not to say cunt like i i respect if you don't feel comfortable saying it but to be told i can't say it maybe that's kind of like telling a black person yeah. that i can't say the n-word i don't know yeah. i don't know if i can even liken it to that but. And it's
1: also i found it insulting that she chose to Overlook the whole message of what you were saying in favor of, oh my God, you said kind. And that, I mean, and that's I think my problem with banning a lot of these words is just like, oh my God, never mind what the topic was. Mm-hmm. You said a bad word. You mm-hmm. said cunt. You said nigger. You said whatever. It's just like fucking hell. Like just focus on what's important and think, mm-hmm. you know, it. Why was this word even used? And then go from there. And, and yeah, b- b- before making a determination as to whether or not that was acceptable. But it's just, I mean, you were trying to do good work, and she's like, oh my God, you said cunt. I know. And in that initial
2: tweet, she also said, I used to respect you. I used to like your work. Yeah. Just because I said the words cunt and pussy, yeah, like all the respect, anything else I had to say was yeah. negated in her
1: eyes. Yeah, Have and that's, a, nice that's life. a very flawed way to, to, to sort of uh, you know, well, assess and people. Then,
2: and then I was looking at people who responded to her, and they're like, oh yeah, Stephanie Drury, yeah. She's like that. She's She said this word that started with T a few months ago. Oh, tranny? Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, she's problematic. Oh, gosh. <laughs>
1: sorry guys I am broken deeply yes. broken yes <laughs> she was told she was broken and now she says cunt and now I live up to it <laughs> uh. well
2: I guess that about wraps things up <laughs> yep <laughs> we have to go to the Tiki T and then I have to catch my southwest flight home
1: not home back to oh, home the camp back to the Jesus camp <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>
2: okay. I'll I'll tweet any events, breaking news from there. Social media is really helping me survive emotionally, yeah. I have to say, since the advent of this. It's gotten easier to go do this camp. And talking about it on Dongtini has really helped. Yes. So, um, if you have to buy anything, please go to Amazon and click through Dong... No, wait, go, go to Dongtini and then click through our Amazon link. If you have to buy anything. Anything. And I do mean anything. Yeah. So we get kicked Some back. Some
1: tampons to... <laughs> You know (laughs) that your husband makes you wear because you—he's disgusted by your femininity,
2: (laughs) diapers and diva cups. (laughs) So gross. Okay, so until next time, bye, Simone. Bye, Stephanie. I'll miss you. Bye. you Bye.
0: operates independently in partnership with feralaudio.com an artist-friendly podcast collective this artist reserves the rights to their materials visit feralaudio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible thank you for listening to this podcast